Hello and welcome to a new episode of Latina in the Lou. I'm your host Miguel Rincan and with me today I have Michelle Mendez Torres. She's the community outreach and an interpreter for all access interpreters. Uh, but before we get to talk with you, I just want to remind you guys to follow us on all of our social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. We have a YouTube channel where this uh, show comes on. So don't forget to subscribe and like the video. Uh, if you want to follow the podcast, if you want to follow Camara en Vivo, if you want to know about every event we got coming up, just give us a follow on social media and you'll be up to date with everything. But now going into the episode, hi, Michelle, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How about yourself? Oh, I'm all right. I'm good. Um, we had a little bit of trouble at the beginning, <laughs> but it's, it's, it worked out. There's a lot of rain outside, but we made it. I know. Almost <laughs> didn't, but we're here. <laughs> so just tell us a little bit about who Michelle is for those who don't know. Um, well, I'm Michelle. I'm from Arecibo, Puerto Rico. Uh, I moved to St. Louis about five, almost six years ago, With it, which is crazy how time flies. I know. Um, <laughs> I moved out here to go to chiropractic school. Oh, so okay. I went to Logan University. I graduated in December 2020. So I'm a chiropractor as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I moved to Florida for about a year, practiced there, and then moved recently back here. Okay. Um, coming back here, I was like, oh, what should I do? Should I go to chiropractic? Um, should I go and move back to Florida? Um, so in the meantime, I went back to a part-time job that I had, mm -hmm. which was interpreting. Okay. Um, at the time, it wasn't something like more full-time, but I was like, you know, I had a good experience. I want to connect more with my community. I want to see what's out there. Um, so pretty much since um, February of this year, I started working for Alaxis. I'm their community outreach, and I'm also a Spanish interpreter. Um, and I love it. I know. So far, so good. Yeah, that's good. Like, that that's a big like leap right like it from, from chiropractic <laughs> to to interpreting but but that's good that's good i'm like you liked it and you said you work for all access interpreters i uh, do can you tell us a little bit of what what that is what company is that absolutely all access interpreters is a local company um we're right here in the heart of st louis um just a little bit south um the company started in 2011 okay. um with nikki lapresti and mitch parker they founded the company um nikki had been in the interpreter business for about 10 years and mitch already had you know had kind of like developed and set up a, a video interpretation system um so they started a company just as telephone interpretation and okay. video interpretation but then as they saw the need in the community in st louis they said you know like let's stay out here let's grow it let's expand it and now we uh we offer um more services yeah. as well so I was going through your website. So, do you do you interpret for like big companies, small company companies, or do you guys do like individual people as well? Yes, we do interpret only for companies. Okay. Um, that's mainly like hospitals, schools, um, social services agencies, and in places like that. Yeah, I was I was seeing the. So, do you guys kind of like specialize on like medical interpreting? Is that that's kind of what I got from your <laughs> website? I don't know if that's, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. So we do specialize in medical okay. interpreting. Um, we offer a training for our interpreters. It's a sixty-hour certificate um, that is based on the cross-cultures cross-cultural communications course um so we do specialize in medical interpreting however we do um offer interpretation services for the community mm -hmm. um so in, in the interpretation industry community interpreting is like the bigger umbrella okay. and then medical interpreting is under it so we do offer community interpreters as well that would be in school districts that would be maybe um depositions and stuff like that um okay. so we also um, work in those ways in the community nice uh, so like but what when you mean when you say medical interpreting like is that kind of like if somebody doesn't know how to speak english like as a patient do you guys do like like what, what what is like medical interpreting absolutely so medical interpreting of course um 
it's based on the healthcare field, right? So that may look like you're maybe at the hospital, or maybe you are at a medical office. Um, maybe it's just some kind of like um, health fair, right? Okay. Um, and then, of course, we have non-English um, speakers that need that interpretation. Um, so we do have interpretation, which is right, um, just in person to person. So you're in that room, the interpreter is there next to you, and the conversation is going to go in first person speaking. Oh, okay. So you're going to feel like you're talking to your provider face to face. There's no need for you to like go back and forth or anything. <laughs> yeah. It's just pretty much facilitating that communication. Yeah. That way um, you feel calm and safe. Um, healthcare, of course, um, it's something very important and dear mm -hmm. to us. Yeah. It's something that even if maybe we know a little bit of English, um, we don't feel completely comfortable and we would like to have somebody who's trained and will deliver that information to us. Mm -hmm. That way we don't have to bring either a family member or have to yeah. worry about um, mm -hmm. getting that service in there or how, how am I going to communicate. <laughs> so you don't yeah. have to worry about that. Um, and that's what we work with mainly companies that um, are funded by the federal government, mm -hmm. right? And through the Title VI um, to non-English speakers, um, that service is at no cost. Oh, okay. So people don't have to worry about like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go to the hospital. What am I going to do? Am I going to be able to communicate in there? So we facilitate that for them. But also, if maybe we don't work with that client, we make sure that maybe the staff is there providing that service or maybe another company is that way they know they have that yeah no that's that's great because believe me I, I know a little bit about that with my family mm -hmm. my my wife's from here so my family's from El Salvador so my mom doesn't speak English so I know how it, mm -hmm. but my mom my <laughs> wife said something and I go tell my mom then my mom said something I go tell her like <laughs> so it's it's great when like because you said you don't have to be going like back and forth mm -hmm. you can just feel like you're t just talking to a person so I believe me that's a that's a big th that's a big thing people that might that are listening might might say like oh no but that's that's not too bad if you got to be looking to know uh -huh. like it is it makes yeah and I think we've all been there difference. you know we've been there that we had to interpret for a family member or a friend and we were like kind of like oh my gosh this is hard <laughs> or we're going back and forth and you're like it's nice to have somebody maybe you don't feel too confident in the medical field and you're yeah. like you know mom I'm good at it you know <laughs> but there's just some things that maybe I'm a little bit uncomfortable yeah. with or I would rather you know like have the security that we have somebody that's yeah. telling us what it's going on no and 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 people usually like people that are not bilingual I, I should say think that because you know another language like you know <laughs> everything about the other language but like going to like the medical interpreting like i'm assuming you need to know like certain terms and certain things that i speak english but i don't know what those terms mean you absolutely know? and especially with everything there's like a high register and then a lower register mm -hmm. right so it's like the the scientific name which are like very long yeah. and you know like so depending on what the doctor speaks like you either speak in that high register but you also have to know like the other kind of like definitions like yeah. many synonyms or just many like acronyms or names or what they stand for mm -hmm. so that's um that's one of the things that i see the most like many acronyms are used and then we're kind of like I'm going to pitch in a little <laughs> bit. This is, you know, like, because okay. maybe there's not a direct translation in Spanish either, yeah, for that matter, yeah. you know? Um, so we kind of, like, have to work around it and and kind of, like, get it in there. Yeah, there are, there are like, a lot of things that are, but there's no direct translation no. whatsoever, so you kind of have to, there's like, be none. creative. I know, so you have to kind of, like, just, like... <laughs> <laughs> and kind of like then try and explain it a little bit um just of course not interrupting the flow yeah, of the whole session because then you will kind of lose that first like person communication mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but always making sure that the patient is understanding what's going on and for our viewers and our listeners we've been saying the word interpreting and interpreters <laughs> a lot like 
what is the difference between someone who's an interpreter and someone who's like a translator? I know we get that a lot. We get yeah. called like, oh, yeah, let's just call a translator. <laughs> or just like, um, and it's just a mis. This is just a common misconception, right? So, um, translator is written documents only, right? So, okay. let's say um, you want to. It's a consent form or a flyer or something. That would be a translation, right? Just that written portion of either English and Spanish, Portuguese, or any other dialect or anything mm -hmm. for that matter. Um, when it comes to interpretation services interpreting is anything that's oral so anything that's talking um, and that may look a little bit different it may be in person mm -hmm. so we call it on-site interpreting or it may be over video interpreting okay. right so you may be at the room and then somebody's connecting you with the with the camera and the communication is flowing and one-on-one -on -one. or it can be by the phone okay. but as long as it's oral communication then, then that's called interpretation okay okay mm -hmm. see now, now you guys know yeah <laughs> yeah it can be with a little stop or it can be simultaneous, which okay. gets a little bit crazy, kind of yeah, like, you know, like, like but um, yeah, as long as it's talking with each yeah. other, then that's interpretation. I bet it gets a little bit crazy. I mean, I have trouble <laughs> thinking in Spanish and speaking in English at the same I time. I know, it so. gets a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> you're like switching back and forth, and yeah. then you're kind of like. Yeah. Don't you feel tired at the end of the day? Like your brain just is like. Sometimes. melted because you're like too much <laughs> Spanish too much English I know and sometimes it's just like I'm just gonna put on Netflix or something <laughs> and just be like some easy watching programs some novelas or something yeah. and just be like yeah. <sighs> not think about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so you guys you said that you guys not only provide medical interpreting but also do like community interpreting mm -hmm. what, what kind of community interpreting do you guys absolutely. do absolutely so i think one of the most common one is um the school districts so we okay. do work with some school districts um so that looks like parent teacher um conferences which are coming up um <laughs> it could be maybe um enrollment in school okay um it could be maybe just uh like a conference for parents or just for the kids because sometimes we think that maybe it's just only for the parents mm -hmm. but sometimes it's for kids too you know we get a lot of immigrants a lot of refugees mm -hmm. a lot of kids that are just coming into the country and maybe of course they're not all that well versed in english mm -hmm. so we also interpret for the kids as well sometimes um you hear like really nice stories about kids that didn't want to play with other kids but it's not that they didn't want to play it's that they couldn't communicate with yeah, them yeah. so there are cases that I've heard in stories that interpreters have facilitated that communication between the kid and the friends yeah. um, just to know them a little bit better and um, just start and having a little bit of confidence in themselves because everything in life just takes a little bit of practice yeah. and mm -hmm. so no for sure and like I, I'm glad you you mentioned the kids because even I thought, like, when you think of interpreting for someone, you only think of, like, a grown-up, you mm -hmm. know? Like, oh, a grown-up that doesn't know this language, so we need somebody to translate. But now there's actually also kids mm -hmm. that are that are little, and because they're little, they still don't know the language. Like you said, maybe they're um, immigrants or, mm -hmm. or, or their parents don't speak English in their house, so they only know Spanish or whatever the language. And speaking about languages, how many languages do you guys uh, in have interpreters for yeah <laughs> so in the area we have about um 45 on-site interpreters oh, okay. so there's others uh, are available for like appointments in person and then we have over 200 um over in video or phone that are wow. available um for most of the part phone interpretation like all day long wow i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you to mention me all the all the <laughs> languages that you guys interpret because right. i know there's a lot <laughs> tell me the ones you don't so people know that the rest you do like is there one where you're like um, oh so sorry we don't provide that or so that's the good thing about it, because in phone interpretation, we also work with like other companies as well. Oh, okay. So phone interpretation, um, we pretty much like every single language out there we wow. can offer. I'll tell you that some languages are hard, such as like Quechi or like Chatino, um, okay. those dialects, just because um, 
they're like from very specific regions. Okay. So Chetina's from like Oaxaca, and oh, it's like okay. that. It's like forty-five thousand population in there. And then you have maybe Quechi, who is it, maybe it's spoken by a little bit more persons, but it's hard sometimes to find an interpreter. Yeah. So maybe if you speak Chetino, um, but you're a little bit, you know, a little bit of Spanish, then it might be a possibility that you might get interpretation in Spanish instead of Chetino. Maybe mm-hmm. that right, yeah. it was your normal language or tongue wherever you were from. Yeah, no, I, I mean, dialects, especially in nowadays, I feel mm-hmm. like it's so hard to find someone who actually speaks them. I know, and it's hard. Sometimes, you know, like, I know that um, speaking in English, like, of course, being from Mexico, maybe you know it, but um, people assume maybe because you're just from Mexico, you speak Spanish. Yeah. There's so many dialects and so many languages yeah. um, that I feel sorry sometimes that what we have to offer um, is Spanish just because there's some dialects that... Um, we don't have too many interpreters for it. Yeah, no, so. and I mean, that's that's everywhere. Even where I'm from, I'm from El Salvador, and mm-hmm. it's a very small country, like 10 million people population, not like 9 million people population, mm-hmm. and there's still little towns where they speak mm-hmm. Spanish, but they also speak their I their know. native tongue, whatever whatever it is, but... But yeah, so why did you guys, why did you guys decide to join the Hispanic Chamber? Well, mainly because we want to know who's out there, right? What mm-hmm. we're doing for the community, what we can do. Um, having about... Our biggest community, like our biggest interpretation um, language is Spanish. So oh, okay. we have a lot of Spanish interpreters. So we're like, we need to be part of a mm-hmm. community. We need to know what's going on there, how we can help, how we can integrate it and be there. And through the Hispanic Chamber yeah. of Commerce, I've actually get to know more Hispanics out here. I've been yeah. here for, what, five, almost six years. And I didn't know too much about here. I mean, yeah. I was focusing on school, granted, and all mm-hmm. that. Um, but I didn't know that there was actually, like, a whole lot of things out here that can help other friends or people that I meet and you have to be a part of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce just because it's good to have that community and know that there's people out there that can support you um, independently of whatever you do or whatever you're going for so yeah yeah like when I when I first started working here I kind of was the same as you I didn't I didn't know a lot Mm -hmm. of people I mean, I've, I met, like, the one of the first Salvadorians I've ever met. <laughs> I met her at a business after I was here. So, yeah, like, like it, it helps you a lot to, like, connect with, with people who speak Spanish. And like you said, especially you guys that help, like, the Latino, Hispanic population mm-hmm. with, like, your translations. And, like, have you had much, like, now, now, now you were mentioning that you are, like, meeting more people and, like, how do you think that that has helped you? Like, how much contact have you gotten with, like, the Hispanic population? I gotta say that I'm a chiropractor, right? Hopefully I can pr- practice in, a, in there in the future. Um, but I love interpreting. I love what I'm doing right now. I love connecting with the community. I had no idea that we had so many people living here in St. Louis. I was like, oh, my gosh, yeah, maybe a couple of here and there, maybe a couple of Puerto Ricans that I study yeah, with. Yeah. But then I didn't know that there's so much diversity, and it's growing day by day, and mm-hmm. I see it firsthand. I see it um, for my patients. I see it in community appointments when they're enrolled in school. And, like, I had no clue. I had no idea. And just being in there and, of course, um, just hearing about stories and just helping them kind of navigate out here, um, I think it's just a very special moment that um, I I feel like I'm privileged to be a part of. Yeah, and if if, if anybody wants to, like, people that are listening or or watching the video, um, how do you, how can they get in contact with you guys like if they're in their situation where they need to go to a doctor but they don't go because they don't speak English how do how can they contact you yeah absolutely so mainly uh, we do a lot of health fairs so we 
do a good job of kind of like getting out there our cards okay. we have like i speak cards so they're like whichever language it doesn't have to be spanish they have it on the back card so wherever okay. they go somewhere that they can communicate they can show that mm -hmm. but and we always give that to them but if not we do have our website it's called interpreter.services okay. you can look it up online and yeah, we we'll, also we'll put it at the bottom of the screen for yes. people to know and then we also have facebook mm -hmm. um, which is all access interpreters okay. and then our phone number in our office um we have about five or six employees that speak Spanish. Okay. Um, so you can call 314-259-1010, and one of us will be there to ask for you. You just have to say, habla español, speak Spanish, and yeah. somebody will be there. Perfect. We'll put it at the, at the bottom of the screen, as, uh, the screen as well. And I remember you said that uh, you guys provide also, or maybe I misunderstood that you guys provide, like, classes. Not classes, but, like, interpreting Think so like if somebody wants to become an interpreter can they can they come to you and how do how, how does that work absolutely welcomes interpreters in any language it doesn't necessarily have to be spanish um but of course if it's spanish it's a plus <laughs> um but yes uh we offer a 60-hour training course okay on medical interpretation mm -hmm. um which kind of covers a little bit of that community interpreting just because we're under that umbrella but it's by cross-cultural communication so if you're maybe thinking about it and mm -hmm. maybe you don't know then maybe you can just contact the office and ask them like hey when is the next mm -hmm. gonna curse training going to be on and you can try it you can give it a try and see if that's maybe something for you or maybe you just wanted the interpreting course because you're like you know whenever i go out there i want to <laughs> kind of like know what i'm doing yeah, or yeah. so you can explore it of course nice that's great how can they is, is it the same numbers pretty, pretty much yeah the same thing you can call the office at the 314-259-1010 mm -hmm. and you can ask them hey i'm not an interpreter <laughs> but i'd like to maybe take the training when you're offering your next one i'd like to you know kind of like explore a little bit and see if that's maybe something for me and you can just take the course of course and yeah is that stay. is that how you did it um, no, so actually through um, a co-worker, I had a part-time job at the time. She was like, hey, Michelle, um, I'm working at this agency's interpreter. You, It's pretty much freelance, right? So you can um, choose your own time because it works. It honestly, how you explain it, it works kind of like Uber or DoorDash, okay. right? So you have assignments in there and you pick up your availability. So it's pretty flexible. Okay. So if you're looking for something that's flexible to kind of adjust to your times, mm -hmm. you can also try it for that because you can do it either part-time, full-time, however you want it to, okay. right? So I did it at the time and I'm like, you know i'm gonna try it a little bit but then 2020 came yeah and um and i was like well i guess i tried it for a little bit i got a good taste of it i knew i'd liked it and i knew that was something that maybe i wanted to keep exploring in the future and then now i came back and i'm into it for real hey it worked out <laughs> yes it worked out hey i gotta i gotta i gotta get your number when because my back hurts all the time so you <laughs> might need to start practicing to be a chiropractor i again. know right <laughs> so anything else you would like to tell um our audience before before we wrap it up um i guess pretty much uh, it's just uh, whether you are a business there are um a Hispanics or you're catering to Hispanics um, just so you know like know all of the resources that they can get because um, sometimes you don't know who's gonna walk into your door right a customer or a patient or whoever that may be and you want to have all the tools necessary for them whether that be language or whether that be something else but just kind of know all your resources take advantage of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and all that they offer that if you don't know where to direct somebody mm -hmm. that maybe you have you can know where to point yeah. to them so they can get that help and language is something that's very dear and very like internal if you don't understand and don't know how to communicate then you cannot make the best informed choices out yeah. there um especially in healthcare. yeah 
No, so thank you. This is very informative. I know I learned a lot. I hope hopefully our viewers and listeners learned a lot too. But thank you, Michelle, for being You're with welcome. us today. We have uh, reached the end of our Latinidad in the Lu show. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. And thank you, Michelle. I'm thank Miguel Rincan, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.